You are tuned into Your Voice, Your Power with Anika. Real lives, real stories, and real hope through transformational leadership. You have entered the safe zone. The safe space for creatives, executives, business owners, dreamers, and leaders of the new school. Sharing tips, tools, and resources to thrive with authenticity as authorities on a global scale. Transformation is power, and so is your truth. Stay tuned for The Real Deal with Anika and her guests. Good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and today I have with me an exceptional guest that is going to blow your mind. I want to introduce to the world, Different. Hey, Hey, Queen. How are you? Thank you for having me. What's up, everybody? Thank you guys for tuning in. Yes, my name is different. (laughs) I am so excited to have you here because we were talking, you know, prior to recording and I I just I can't wait to dig in. So tell the world who you are and what you do. And for you, what makes you different? Oh, okay. Well, well, first off, when I say the word different for me, um, what it is, is it's not a vanity. A lot of people, when they say that word, so I'm different from the West, I'm not like all the others. It means, you know, they better than us. They cut from a different cost. But for me, different is, is being different from who you was in your past, the person that if you wasn't that the best person that you was and you've changed, then you're different from who you are. So when I say different, it's of humility, not vanity. And so with that being said, yes, my name is Different, spelled D-I-F-E-R-N-T. I am from Houston, Texas. I'm 30 years old. Um, to see about my, my qualifications, if you will. Uh, um, I have a degree, my degrees in uh, international business. Uh, two minors in economics and business come. I have my master's degree in entrepreneurship. I'm a CEO of my own business, Third Eye Entertainment, LLC. I'm an author of my new first published book, What If? A Controversial Paradigm Shift. And I'm a motivational speaker. Um, I love traveling all over the world, um, doing anything daredevil like, you know, ATV and zip lining. Um, I'm also a Texas real estate agent. Uh, I, I'm an aunt mama to my nine-year-old nephew. Uh, what else? Uh, just an all-around girl. I like doing MMA, um, cage fighting, and yeah, all that. So <laughs> yeah, different world. Come and learn. I'm scared of you. Don't be. Don't be. Just be careful. You <laughs> I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I usually don't tell people uh, about the MMA because it scares them away, especially the men. But I, I just got to say, this is me. It's who I am. I can't I hide that it. anymore. They're going to fall out eventually. So if it scares them away, I just tell them, don't be scared. Just be careful. <laughs> I love that. Ooh, that's a t-shirt. <laughs> right? <laughs> don't be scared. Just be careful. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I want you first off to tell us about Third Eye Entertainment. How did it come about and, and what do you do? Okay, so Third Eye Entertainment is a business that is that tries to bring social awareness to society through our products and services in which it educates, inspires, and entertains all at once. Um, we basically, here we talk about issues that are considered taboo or often swept under the rug, or people like to turn a blind eye to. So for instance, uh, systemic racism, injustice, we talk about domestic violence, suicide prevention, 
uh, child sex trafficking, you know, the importance of education, you know, in the black community, especially uh, with mental health awareness. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a strong advocate for that, especially in our community. As a matter of fact, this is how Third Eye Entertainment LLC came about, and as well as with my book, Taking You Back, uh, a little bit to my childhood growing up. Around the time I was 11, I ended up homeless with my family for about three years, where so we lived, basically lived pillow to post. And around the age of 14, I was secretly placed in foster care by a relative. And for the first six months, uh, I tried my hardest to come home. However, I found out through another foster kid that if he stayed in uh, care and aged out, the state of Texas would pay for your tuition to college. And so right then, you know, a light bulb went off in my head and I was just like, you know, I'm going to use my street smarts to elevate my book smarts. And I did just that. And so I ended up going to Sam Houston State University, uh, even, you know, started my own student organization titled Pay It Forward and where, you know, we tailored to volunteering, educating and mentoring children that were in foster care as well as the youth in general. That is actually where, you know, my motivational speaking seed was, was planted is where I would go to different high schools and talking with them about the importance of education and just sharing my story with them. Um, I also got to, you know, travel abroad and studied abroad in Korea. I went to Kim Young University, and within that opportunity, I traveled to eight other different countries, and that's where my travel blog <laughs> was planted, you know, and now, fast forward, um, I've been to just about 50 countries now, and, um, you know, ended up graduating with, you know, all those degrees under my belts, and even such, with all that being said, you know, all those accomplishments under my belt, it really didn't mean much, you know, because I was still, you know, broken on the inside um, to where, you know, my childhood, you know, trauma trampled over into my adulthood. Um, <clears throat> it to the point where it was, you know, messing me up in my career wise. Um, coming up, you know, in that background, you know, where for me, chaos seemed normal. And so when I got taken out of that, that environment, placed in foster care, I was actually placed in really good foster homes. Um, really nice school districts, big nice houses. And it was I wasn't used to it. And so for me, I felt, you know, it was too good to be chosen. And so I I developed that that attitude where, you know, I'ma decide, you know, I'm the captain of the ship. You know, I'ma decide when it's time for it to go down. And so all throughout, you know, high school, college, that was my attitude, sabotaging, you know, relationships and pushing people away and those that I kept doing that in my career wise to the point where I messed up a really good opportunity. And it, I regretted it to this day, and it forced me to face the ugly truth about myself, that I needed to go and fix my issues. And so I dismissed that notion that, you know, Black people, we don't do therapy, mm -hmm. and I took myself to therapy. And 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 I, I just had to face that ugly truth that, you know, whatever it is that I went through as a child, it wasn't my fault, it was out of my control, but somehow, some way, it's my problem to deal with, and it's on me to fix. And... I, I want to take this moment to stop and say this to anybody out there that's listening and going through and that's, you know, going through any type of melt, mental health anguish, depression, anxiety, feeling suicidal, or that's being bullied. Just please note that it is okay to not be okay, but just don't sit there and not be okay. Go get help. Go talk to somebody, you know, be it a therapist, a family member, a friend, go pick up a hobby, Go, you know, cut those people off who mean you know well. Go mend those broken bridges. Go fix you. Because once you face that ugly truth that, you know, whatever you went through, it was out of your control. It wasn't your fault, but it's your problem. And it's on you to fix. Then you're free as a bird. And that's what it was for me. And so 
once I found that therapist that was right for me and I stayed with it and stayed committed and just talking with him and him encouraging me to get back into, you know, my old, one of my old habits, which was writing um, and, and <clears throat> journaling, that's just what I did. And um, fast forward to 2020, being stuck in the house during the pandemic, um, can't go anywhere. Uh, May 25th, 2020 happens, the day George Floyd dies. And he's from Third Ward, I'm from Fifth Ward in Houston. And so we're right down the street from each other. I definitely wanted to get involved and have my voice being heard. I even wanted my nephew to, you know, be a part of the protest. However, when the time came, I just felt um, I wanted my voice to be heard longer than just in that moment of time. I wanted it to be heard after I'm gone. So going home and talking with God and praying with him and asking him to show me the way, and, you know, asking for the spirit of the sermon. This is what he showed me over time, you know, little by little, I would just write down, you know, what if this, what if that? And I started this in June 2020, and by December 2020, I was finished with the writing uh, manuscript of the book, and I sent it off to my attorney, and she read it, and she's like, I think this is going to do great, but quick question, uh, what's the name of your LLC? And I'm like, what, huh? And mind you, you know, all these, you know, <laughs> degrees I got up on my bill, you would think I should know this, but I had, you know, intentions of starting my business in real estate. So now I have to hit the ground running, you know, learning the ins and outs of the Texas small business and how it's supposed to be run. And so um, by March 2021, that's where Third Eye Entertainment was born. Uh, it's uh, for, for me that came up with Third Eye is because when you allow your heart and your mind to be intertwined and open that is when your third eye is open and then the truth is revealed to you and you can be able to make better choices more clear. And so that's where the term third eye entertainment comes from. And so, again, it's a business that brings social awareness to society through our products and services. Um, we have a creed or excuse me, a motto, if you will, it says manifest, plan, prepare. And what that means is in order for those who feel that they are destined for greatness in life or meant for, you know, for greatness, they, for one, have to manifest what it is that they want, you know, to bring into existence. They have to remove all fear, all doubt, and replace it with faith and speak it into existence like no other, day in and out. Write it down on paper and just start blurting it out loud, you know, out of, throughout the day. Secondly, you plan out what it is that you want to accomplish in life. You make backup plans. You make exit strategies. You can't plan for the unknown, but you can accept the fact that the unknown is coming and that you will just have to deal with it as it comes. So that's a plan in itself. Thirdly, you prepare for what it is that you're about to receive. And what I mean by prepare is that means to get your house in order. Go fix your financial house. Go go fix your physical house. I mean, if you need to get back in that gym and fix, you know, get your health in order. Go get your mental health in order. Uh, go, like I said, go go mend those broken bridges. Go cut those people off who mean you know well. Go, go fix whatever it is that you need to fix. So whatever it is that you're manifesting and you're planning for, when it comes to you, you can be prepared for it. You can know how to handle it and you won't squander it. So manifest, plan, and prepare for whatever it is that you want in life, and it will surely come to you. And so with that being said, our first product that Third Eye Entertainment has to offer to the uh, public is our first product, our, my new book, What If a Controversial Paradigm Shift. <laughs> Yes. And so before I go any further, uh, Nika, I must say to you and the audience that this book, it does come with a disclaimer. It's intended for a mature audience only. It, it has sensitive content. 
This book was written to inform and encourage constant thought-provoking conversations about injustice and systemic racism in America through graphic but provocative illustrations. Um, it details controversial deaths and events that have occurred within the African-American community within the United States. Uh, it's done through four main categorized paradigms. We have historical political precedent and hypothetical and so within each of those paradigms I'm asking sub paradigm questions so for instance in historical paradigm I ask the question what if in 1619 Africans started dealing in illegal slave trading whereas they uh, kidnapped beings of English men women and children and bought them on slave ship to America and so I ask these type of questions and then I present these uh, provocative illustrations to push the envelope to make people think and, you know, to, to share their comments about, you know, how they feel about this book and in, in, in hopes of it stimulating a conversation that's needed to be had about injustice and systemic racism in America. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Just go ahead and jump in anytime you want. <laughs> No, you're schooling the world. I'm just sitting back here. I'm on your website looking, following this gallery, oh, okay, listening yeah. to your life. Right. Yes. No, keep spitting. Go. You you killing it. Okay, okay. Because okay, yeah, for, you you're educating sure. everybody on on what's happening, you know, and we've been forced to recognize these things in the last two years. You know, we're talking exactly. about suicide, mental health, you know, exactly. the the I mean, I've I've been facing my own challenges with race. And mm -hmm. most of my issue is because I'm in Hawaii now where mm -hmm. racism is completely different. And mm -hmm. I don't even know how to navigate it because my whole life I dealt with the black white issue. I mean, mm -hmm. yes, I lived in South Florida, but you know, my mother's a New Yorker. So I was always raised around a lot mm -hmm. of different cultures, but here in Hawaii, it is a completely mm -hmm. different situation where blacks, the lifestyle is accepted, but blacks, mainlanders and outsiders are, mm -hmm perceived differently um, mm. than, than on the mainland. So aside from COVID, aside from the social justice issues on the mainland, I'm, I and many other, not just mm. Blacks, but military families are facing different disparities over here. Mm. And so it's, you know, it's, it's unrecognized. It's, I did not know that. Nobody does. And so I've been trying to really find out how to, you know, start the conversation mm -hmm. and how to address it in a way that nobody's offended. But to your point, your disclaimer, truth is truth. It doesn't matter who is yeah. offended by it. Like my truth mm -hmm. may not be your truth and we may be in the same situation, but at the mm -hmm. end of the day, it impacts me differently than it impacts you. And so, mm -hmm. no, you, you're talking and I'm just, I'm, I'm listening because it's even giving me the courage to have these conversations, but awesome. You yeah. know, I, I haven't had the conversations because I worry about safety and retaliation. Yeah, and, and you know what? I feel like, and with that being said, I, that's why God selected me, like to be the vessel for to, to be the one to have, you know, tough skin because you have to have tough skin, and you know, well, to, see, be able to talk about these illustrations. And not I, saying that you don't, but. Because I, I have faced a lot of backlash. I, I have I've, I've dealt with a lot of sacrifices. I've lost a lot of friends and, and associates because of this book, but I already knew that that was going to happen. But for and you so, being an international traveler, you can you can understand what I'm saying. It's different mm -hmm. to fight your battle mm -hmm. on your own turf than it is mm -hmm. when you're an outsider. Oh, yeah. So oh, for me, yeah. I have a platform, but I'm also not home. So, you mm -hmm. know, I know how to navigate home. 
I know mm-hmm. how to face challenges at home. I know how to deal with disparities at home. But when you are an outsider and not the service member, but the dependent, you are perceived oh. as having no control or power. And so, mm-hmm. you know, after overcoming rape and all the different things, as you know, coming from, you know, the childhood that you have, when, when you were violated throughout your whole life and as black women, <laughs> we are violated a lot mm-hmm. and on a daily basis mm-hmm. at jobs and in relationships and as entrepreneurs, we're tested and mm-hmm. there's, you know, but, but it's different to face these kind of challenges when you are on an international, you know, turf, because you don't mm-hmm. have that foundation. You don't have that level of support. My support is all through wireless connection. And when you're facing yeah. these kind of challenges, you don't, that's not enough. It's there. Exactly. But it is not enough. And so I have been trying to strategize how to pull the Band-Aid off of this, this issue that is now, so I've been notified by my teenager that the other teenagers on the island are starting to have uh, suicide attempts and are cutting Oh wow! because these Black girls are struggling because their identity is being mm-hmm. challenged in ways that they're not prepared for. Um, you know, and, oh, and so listening to you, yeah, I'm, I'm listening yes, to you and, and we're all like black men are facing a different challenge than black women, than black mm-hmm. children, then, you know, it, it's, it's raw right now. It, it's just wrong. Mm-hmm. Every it's, it's, and, and I'm glad you said that with, with suicide and in our community, we just did a segment with that and, and September passing it being a month of suicide prevention. I, and I, and I recommend, I'm just going to stop right there. And, and like I said to anybody out there listening that's struggling, that's going through any type of mental anguish, whether it be any suicidal, depressed, anxiety, please know that it's okay to not be okay. That's right. But just don't sit there and not be okay. Go and get ask help. For help. For anybody yeah. out there listening that, that's in the U.S., you can call this number 1-800-273-8255. If you're feeling suicidal, please call the crisis hotline or go to mentalhealthishealth.org or check out your local listeners or do your own research and, and do whatever it is that you need to do to, to fight those demons because I've been down that road before and it wasn't until you know I had to face that ugly truth about it that it was on me no matter what anybody did to me or said to me it was it, it wasn't my fault it was out of my control but yet if I'm the one that's going to sleep at night and it's tossing and turning and losing sleep over what was done to me then it's on me to go and fix and so for anybody out there that's listening apply that same you know advice to yourself and understand that it's going to be hard in the beginning but it gets better if you just keep going and keep at it look at me as an example. Um, I was a, a broken person and as I was even traveling all over the world and seeing beautiful places, it still didn't mean a thing to me because I wasn't happy on the inside. And so I understand I've been there, but understand it's on you to take back your power and free yourself from that mental bondage because nobody else is gonna do it for you. And I don't wanna make it seem like I'm attacking anybody out there, but just know that suicide, the suicide way is a selfish way. Because you have to think about all the people that you are hurting and that when you leave behind. And so I, I know that I don't want to dismiss anybody's feelings and make them seem like whatever that they're going through is not that serious because I, I haven't been in your shoes, but I know that I just know that suicide is not the way. And, and if you do that, 
that's there's no coming back from that so that, just that's what i was gonna say it's, it's okay it's to not be okay yeah but but just don't sit there and not be okay go get help especially if you know you have a problem and you don't want to go fix it then it is your fault and that's the ugly truth as an adult you have to face but in any sense don't expect for nobody to you know come and lick and clean your wools it's on you to go and fix that so realize and understand your natural strength and what you have the power to control and you can't control and then work from there and that's how I was able to make it out of that abundance that I was in and a lot of times I brought the problems on myself and so even if it was your fault even if it was your control and you brought the issues on you it's still your problem to fix and so it's okay to not be okay, but just don't sit there and not be okay. And again, the number, if you're in the U.S., I wish I knew any type of international numbers, but I don't. But if you're in the U.S., call 1-800-273-8255. That'll tell you. I know I know the number by heart. And so, or go to uh, mentalhealthishelp.org or, you know, check any other your local listing for resources and, you know, places you can go for help. Uh, for me, you know, talking with a therapist and picking up hobbies, that's how I was able to come out of that bondage. And so for anybody that's going through, just find something that you love and that you that gives you purpose and stick with it and run with it. And that's how you 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 you'll be able to find yourself out of the dark place. It's my suggestion, if you will. <laughs> um yeah. But yeah, back to the book. Uh, um, again, so with the book, uh, it's written and, and set up for those to, to push the envelope and it's going to make some uncomfortable and ruffle, ruffle some feathers. But that's okay, because one thing that I've learned is you go where you celebrate it and not where you tolerate it. And I learned that from number 45, you know, with all the ruckus that he has caused in this White House, you know, even afterwards, this man still had, you know, 75 plus million people condoning you know his actions and so that right there shows me no matter who you are what you stand for what you believe in what you're selling to the public it's always going to be somebody out there buying it so keep going keep being you and staying true to what it is that you believe in and so with this book I, I I'm well aware that you know change doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen with just one person Anika. but you know what if what if this was the generation that plants to see for the next generation or the next to start, you know, that chain? Quite frankly, I'm tired of talking about systemic racism. I want to talk about systemic change. And so with this book, it's my hope and prayer that it pushes the envelope for people to start having these conversations and, and working on ways to to address the issue and people, you know, be held more accountable and acknowledged and aware of what racism is and what it looks like a lot of the time. Another reason why I chose to write the, write the book is because I'm tired of hearing, you know, the other side say, oh, I don't see racism, or it's not alive, or if it is, it's because you guys keep talking about it, or how can you guys still be, you know, being held down if you all have your own businesses now? And so with this book, the way that I set it up is, you know, taking different paradigms of actual controversial events and, and historical deaths that we have experienced in our community and just flipped it, you know, in the terms of the race. And, and so for those who can't see it then, how about now? And, and if it, it pisses you, excuse me, if it makes you mad and, and, you know, you can't bear to see that thought, then why is it not okay for that when you see a white person, but when you see a black person going through the same things, it's justified, oh, it's normal. Oh, this is what it is, get over it then that's how you know systemic racism is alive and kicking. And I so, 
Yeah. I, th I think now with, you know, uh, globalization, evolution, innovation, you know, for entrepreneurs, we work on an international market. I don't mm -hmm. know any entrepreneur that specifically just wants to work in the USA. You know, nowadays, mm -hmm. since we started podcasts and we started stores and, you know, t-shirts and writing books, if you limit mm -hmm. yourself on just saying, oh, I just want to work here, you know, it's, it's not going to work as well. And, you know, we're looking at the, the growing trends of global leadership. You know, if we're out here as influencers, mm -hmm. first of all, entrepreneurs are influencers and you have the responsibility of leadership. And I think mm -hmm. that is part of the problem that is, is taken for granted. People aren't being intentional about, about what they're putting out there with the, you know, or even acknowledging that people are following, you know, and, mm -hmm. and you're a leader if you have followers. So whether you mm -hmm. mean to do it, whether you want to do it, whether you intend to do it, you're doing it and you need to take responsibility mm -hmm. for what you're doing. So my point is, is that I don't think diversity is something that can be ignored. You know, there mm -hmm. are people that want things to be a certain way, but the reality of it is, is it's not that way, period, point blank. Can we learn what you need to know to be effective, to make it better and deal with the issues that you have with the fact that things will never be the way you want them to be? I mean, we have to have, yeah, you got to surrender. You have to accept the things that you cannot control. And none of us can control the population, the world, or anything that the creator has created because we're not the creator. So mm. to your point about therapy, it's not just for trauma. Mm. It is for those things that you are trying to understand and wrap your head around that you need an unbiased opinion to bounce these ideas and, you know, well, why do I feel this way? And I don't want to feel this way. And am I a racist? And do I have a problem? Because I went into my therapist last week and I said, listen, I got a problem with this certain kind of person. And I had to ask her, you know, is it discrimination? Is it prejudice? Is it bias? Like, why do I feel the way that I feel? And she had me explore it. And we've been exploring it over a certain amount of weeks and come to find out it wasn't associated with a race. It wasn't associated with anything like that. It was a behavior. And it's because mm. I have been abused that that behavior is a trigger. And mm. that behavior happens to be around certain circumstances that put me in a bad space. Mm. When you have self-awareness, you're unstoppable and you take that power back and you take that control back. And, exactly. and that's what we all have the responsibility of doing. Like you said, doesn't matter whether it was our fault, doesn't matter if, if we you know, feel responsible for what happened to us. Unfortunately, we have to process what happened to us for the rest of our lives. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's, it's just an ongoing thing. It's a cycle. And my background is. is clinical. So, I mean, of course, I know the whole mental health thing and all that, but I'm really trying to get, especially our community to stop worrying about labels. You know, everybody's exactly. worried about, well, I don't have anxiety. I don't have depression. I don't have this. And, and my genes no. don't carry that. And I'm like, keep telling yourself that. But at the mm. end of the day, you have to acknowledge what's happening. And I'm not even going to say what's wrong with you because there's so many misperceptions. You talk about manic depression, bipolar, and all these things. A lot of these things have to do with intellect and perceptions and things that are not all negative. But if you continue to listen to the wrong people instead of educating yourself about what is and what isn't, then you're going to continue to mm -hmm. go down these cycles of not understanding what's happening around you. And so, you know, what if a controversial paradigm shift, like everything's shifting, 
So I hope mm-hmm. people tune into this book to really look at the social awareness, the mental health, the self-care, the issues that you are facing in this book, because whether people want to deal with it or not, it's happening. Yeah, exactly. And then, and, and to bounce off what you said about, you know, it being in, in our community, as far as, you know, with the black health goes, that's also, you know, not, not just with third eye entertainment, it's not just us trying to, you know, point out to the black community but because I am a black woman I'm a mm-hmm. black queen mm-hmm. I wanted to be known for my people I want to be mm-hmm. an example and light for my people and show my people what it is when you just accept the fact that you got issues yep. whatever type of issues mommy and daddy issues or you hey know, adult we can issues. even call them letters letters yeah whenever whatever you got and you need <laughs> you to got letters it. look at what happens when you do yeah so stop being ashamed Stop living by other people's, you know, model on what you've been taught. You know, a lot of the times us coming up is what we were taught. You know, what goes on in this house stays in this I house. I talk about so, that all the time. If you exactly. ever hear that, that means run and tell somebody. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's and what so, that means. That's what it's going to take for our people to rise above and, and, right. and become the people that we were meant to be. It's just to get rid of that, reprogram our mindset that, you know, stop being ashamed, like how we were taught to have black pride. We have to be taught, reteach ourselves how to get rid of that shame and that guilt of things that was out of our control and out of, you know, it wasn't our fault. That, so, you know, we and, shouldn't, why should we be ashamed or shame of And even if it was, that, that them's the breaks. That's just but, how life is. But, but you know what? Fault what isn't I, even- With my hope and prayers that they see that. Fault, fault isn't even an issue because the reality of it is, is that we're going to continue to face challenges. Like you, you may overcome one thing, but just know you're going to get bust upside the head the next day with another issue from another person. But the thing about it is when you start dealing with your issues, it teaches you how to deal with the ones that are to come. And you, mm-hmm. you build confidence and mm-hmm. courage and conviction, and you're able to then show up in the places that you deserve to be in and you're able to dictate and change your expectations to avoid disappointment. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to do the work. And that's the thing about it is everybody thinks that the only people that need to do work is broken people. That's a doggone lie. Actually, no. <laughs> everybody is broken in some way, shape or form. And everybody has the responsibility to self-improve. So to that point, I want you to tell everybody how to find you and, and any yes. last words that you have for them. Okay, well, before you guys find me, I also, uh, I have a challenge going on called the World Challenge, and I am now challenging you, Anika, to do the World Challenge. What it is, is called the World Challenge, but it's the World uh, Words of Encouragement. Um, I started it a couple of weeks ago. I was in a Facebook group and of authors, and I seen one, he was very discouraged when he posted a, a, a post about him being going to commit suicide and so I had to do something about that and so what the world challenge is is you would write a short clip of video either long or short um, encouraging others in your field so you're a podcaster so you would write a uh, make a short video encouraging other podcasters who may be struggling and going through a hard time you know building their platform you know encouraging them to keep going uh, also the trick is to help yourself while helping others so you would help get you some clout uh, by promoting yourself in a subtle and creative way and so push, encourage others to keep going in their field that you're in but also get you some clout so um, I'm challenging you to do that uh, whenever your time you know just post 
was a short video to those, you know, who are in the same field with you, encouraging them, and then you challenge them uh, to the World Challenge as well. But for those who are interested uh, and want to check out my book, you can go to my website, differenceworld.net. Again, the book is called What If a Controversial Paradigm Shift. Uh, it does come with a disclaimer. It's intended for mature audience only. So if you can't take this type of heat, then don't even bother coming to this kitchen. Um, also, you guys can again go to my website. You can see all my other social media handles. I am on YouTube. So make sure you guys subscribe for those who love YouTube. You can check out my travel blog. Um, I'd like to share, you know, my excursions and me uh, traveling all over the world. So that's there. And you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and check out all our events that we'll be attending, uh, upcoming events that we have going on and other things that we have going on uh, at Third Eye Entertainment and Indifference World. And again, I also just wanted to, again, just give that message to anybody out there that's struggling, going through you know, any type of mental issues to know that it's okay to not be okay, but do not sit there and be okay. So. I have a question. Okay. Again, so don't forget whatever it is in life that you want to go after, you have to manifest, plan, and prepare for it, and then it will surely come to you guys. Difference will come and learn. I have one question. How do you spell woe? Whoa. whoa. So yeah, it's spelled W-O-E. So okay. Words of encouragement. I wrote words of encouragement, but I had to make sure I spelled so woe right. Everybody out there not just you Anika but everybody out there uh, to the world challenge to whatever field that you guys are in you encourage others that are in the same field as you as well to keep them going but also in a creative yet subtle way uh, promote yourself you know get yourself some clout but don't make it all about you the, the trick is to help others while you're helping yourself all right and now. then challenge others to do the same and so and then again so Thank you guys so much for having me. I just want to take this time to thank you, Anika, for having me on your show and just remind you that you are a beautiful Black queen and you have a crown on your head. You are rocking it so well. Uh, thank you to you and your spouse for your services to our country. You know, today is Veterans Day, so happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there. Thank you guys for your services uh, and God bless you all. Don't forget, you know, difference will come and learn. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> thank you so much for being here to all of you all okay. of her information will be in the description please make sure you go get your copy of what if a controversial paradigm shift and of course you will see more of different on my platforms to come so thank you guys for tuning in to Yay. another episode of your voice your power with anika as always stay powerful <laughs>